0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzinite the Third, and I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we record the penultimate episode in our series, The Hills House. Says, well, that's not true. We're doing the finale, but of the regular thing we're doing (laughs) today is the penultimate episode, um, season five, episode nine. Hi, Lauren. It's
1: Spencer. Ellipsis. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Lauren. It's a producer. <laughs> they uh, they changed the episode title last minute. I'm sure. Um, so house cleaning, Spencer and Heidi's podcast. Oh, and you had something you forgot to mention. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot to mention that um, this will be you'll be hearing this a couple weeks after that happened. But as a lot of you, I'm sure know, Mark Saling committed suicide in anticipation of his sentencing over his disgusting child porn charges. But, um, when reading about it, I didn't know, Lauren, uh, Mare knew, I didn't know, that Audrina dated him in 2008. So, right before the Hills? Like, actually during the Hills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, when he was really popular on Glee. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's whole, the whole thing is sad on so many levels. But, um, so, to discuss happier things, Spencer and Heidi's podcast make Spidey famous again. Have you listened to any of it? Not in a word. Okay. So the first episode was tough because they talk a lot about becoming new parents. And I I think we've all faced those conversations with new parents where they just have very little to actually discuss. You know, like, they're keeping another human being alive. It's a lot of work. But, like, to someone who doesn't have children, it's really uninteresting. And also, you... You have to factor in all this stuff, and I'm not on Snapchat, and I don't watch Spencer Pratt's Instagram stories or anything, so just to hear the details of their day, there's something kind of profoundly depressing about it. You know, in the first episode, there were some really subtle jabs about how Heidi kind of felt like she was doing everything, and Spencer wasn't supporting her, and that kind of stuff, so there was clearly some tension there that you could feel and kind of made you itch. oh. Uh they have the baby in the recording studio with them. So you can hear him cry once in a while. And like, you literally hear Heidi rush over and Spencer just keeps talking and you get a glimpse into their day to day is just not, it's not happy. You know, they are happy together and they make each other laugh and they, they seem like they're enjoying parenthood, but like there, there's something about their day to day that is just rough. They have no money they talk about it very openly. They don't have a nanny because they can't afford one. Spencer is selling crystals on the internet for like a hundred bucks a pop. Oh, they're less than that.
0: His crystal of, kits. Yes. Mean? No, or the he's actual making, crystals. he's
1: making like necklaces now. Oh, okay. And I think they start at 60 or 70. Um, but yeah, that's how they're actually trying to make money. And they talk about how they took Gunner to his first casting, which I think we had kind of talked about cause they tweeted about it or something. But then they found out that child jobs don't pay that much, depending on, you know, how big it is. So they talked about how they drove with him in the car, like down to San Diego, and then he didn't get it. And it ended up just being a big waste of gas money and stuff like that. And yeah, gas money, gas money level or they said they didn't want to drive to San Diego to waste the money to get down there or something like they're they basically talk about how they're rubbing pennies together and What did they hard. do with their celebrity big brother money? I don't know. But imagine how much they spend on god knows what. Like Heidi doesn't go anywhere, but I bet they still have expensive taste in weird things. I- and I know Heidi gave an interview recently about how Spencer made a certain amount of money, and then he bought, like, a five-figure crystal with it. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, like, they still spend money like they have it, but they don't. So then they talked about how they bought this baby thing that I'd never heard of. It's, it sounds like a, like a co-sleeper type thing, you know, like, for okay. newborns. Okay. And they never used it, and so they talked about how much it cost, and then Spencer was like, so if any of you want to buy it... Like, they were literally selling off their possessions in the first episode of the podcast. All
0: right. I mean, I just would have thought between Celebrity Big Brother and all the photographs they've been selling to the magazines the baby and them, that they would finally be on an uptick.
1: No. So then Heidi also discusses how she didn't get into any mommy and me groups and how she was very sad about it.
0: Oh, they Heidi... like, wouldn't let her in?
1: Yeah. They're. What? They're, they're hard to get into, I guess. Or she tried to get into some really exclusive one. Oh, well that's why, but by the second episode you find out she gets in. Oh, um, but also in the first episode, Heidi cries. So she's talking about how her mother just left and went back to Colorado and she bursts into tears in the podcast. Like she's so emotional and overtired parenting. And basically she was saying she was going to miss having help. And Spencer was like, are you saying I don't help you? And like, it was so the first episode was painful. (laughs) It was painful. And if you are someone like myself who doesn't feel a strong calling to have children, listening to Heidi and Spencer talk about it won't help you. Is that all they're talking about? What? Spencer is kind of in his own world still. So what's interesting is that it, Spencer seems to be enjoying being a dad and like likes the baby and everything. But he's going about his business. He's still going to jujitsu and doing crystals, hummingbirds. and then, burritos. Yeah, yeah, and then Heidi talks about a lot about how he stays up every night on Instagram and Snapchat. So then they have a little segment where he discusses, like, all of his favorite famous people of the moment kind of thing. And that is so sad to me. And it gave me this this a similar response that I have to Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules and I just don't support that. I'm not saying it's a man's duty to support a family. It's both people's duty. But right now Heidi is tied up with breastfeeding and chronic care. So you can't just fiddle around with crystals and not make money because you're on Snapchat. That's unacceptable to me. There are things that Spencer could do to make money and he just doesn't want to because he wants to be famous and I'm not okay with that. Did, um,
0: what was I was gonna ask now, I can't remember. I lost my train of thought. Um, I don't watch his snaps anymore because he plays aggressively loud rap music and it's a, like you can't listen to them in public. Like, if I was to pull up right now, I'd just be like, and then John and it John and and I'm like, oh my god, stop, like, just don't talk, don't talk. So it's yeah. not like I can watch them on the metro or at work or because they're too loud and terrible.
1: Yeah, so it is. You know, I think I listened to it on my walk to work and my mouth was hanging open for the majority of it. But there were some moments that were legitimately funny too. Like they still make each other laugh and they have some moments of tenderness or romance, I guess. You know, Heidi, they're trying to offer advice to other new parents. And Heidi says, you know, encouragement is probably the most important thing. Like I basically just want to be told I'm doing a good job every minute of every day because it's the only thing that's keeping me sane. And Spencer was like, am I not saying that enough? You know, like they have some sweet exchanges, but overall it's tough. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask (laughs) you. Do they have advertisers?
0: No. Oh, they don't? No. Oh, and did I tell you about my hat? My second hat? Like Mm -hmm. the, so the quality of my Make Spidey Famous second hat is awesome and I love it. And the only reason I don't wear it more is because I don't want people to think it's a MAGA hat. Right. Um... So I got so excited because he started selling soup life hats. Yeah. Like, and I love soup. Like, it's my thing. Like, our friend Jill is always like, you love soup. Um, and it's shit. Oh. It's shit. It's one of those kinds, it's like, the kind of hat, like, baseball hat you'd buy, like, in a resort.
1: Yeah. Well, not surprised. So then, in the second episode, I listened because they had Kristen Cavallari on as their guest. And this, the second episode was sad in a different way. So you get to hear them have human interaction, except that it was via phone while they were in the studio with their baby at podcast one. And the sad element here is that you realize even more how thirsty they are. So the first episode was lonely and poor, and the second episode was thirsty and pathetic. So... They're talking to Kristen Cavallari and they are just completely kissing her ass. Spencer's talking about how this is the biggest celebrity we're ever going to have on this show, killing the game. What? Yeah. And then they're talking about Jay Cutler because you know Kristen Cavallari's written a few like health food books yeah. and all that stuff. And Spencer goes, Yeah, when people talk about the Tom Brady diet, I just tell them, Yo, it's the Jay Cutler diet. And he just kisses her ass for like 40 minutes. It's painful, but I did get some nice historical dirt on like Laguna Beach stuff that kind of excited me and Kristen Cavallari. I mean, respect. She's living her best life. Yeah. I mean, so she lives in Nashville full time and when her husband was in the NFL season, they would fly down on weekends when he was at home to like participate in the game. She's like, but my kids are in school. Like I can't follow Jay all over the place and I won't. And she's like, but I own the fact that I have a nanny. She's a lifesaver. I love her. Like being a mom is really hard. And if I didn't have my nanny to lean on, I would go insane. And, you know, she does all the e-red carpet stuff. And, but she just like, she's got another cookbook coming out. She was actually quite enjoyable to listen to. Oh, And Kristen's grown up very nicely. Diana, I'm curious for your take on that as a big LB fan, but I'm like, I feel an odd sense of pride with Kristen Cavallari because she was this wild child and now she's kind of, it's weird how much she and Lauren have in common. <laughs> Minus that, you know, I think Kristen's focusing more on like accessories and health food, which is a little different than Lauren, but they have a lot of similarities now. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about when Kristen met Heidi, because Heidi was on a few episodes of Laguna Beach. And apparently they all took a trip to the Bahamas, which we did not see on Laguna Beach. Oh. And they were all having fun, like the whole LB posse drinking and whatever. And Heidi was kind of like, wait, why does Lauren hate this girl, Kristen? She's so fun, which makes perfect sense because Kristen was such a blast. And so was Heidi back in the day. Yeah. So then there's an episode where you see Heidi and... Kristen getting along without context. And I remember finding it really weird. And now I know. Now you know. Yep. So Heidi did get into mommy, mommy and me, and she was thrilled about it. And then it was more of the same. You hear the baby fuss. Shaquille O'Neal sees them in the studio and they awkwardly wave him in. And then he does that token thing where he like holds up his sneaker by the baby. Oh God. But I actually wanted to look to see if they Instagrammed that or not. It was painful, though. It looked like he went in there and he didn't even know who they were. He just, like, did his token, like, I don't know. He just assumed they were somebody, I guess. Well, I I mean,
0: if you're running around the studio halls of Podcast One. You're I, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's who Heather McDonald had her big falling out with.
1: Who? Podcast One. Oh, Podcast One. I thought it was like Shaquille O'Neal. No, that'd be really
0: funny. (laughs) Heather McDonald versus Podcast One.
1: Yeah. No, they didn't. I don't see an Instagram of it anyway. No, I'm surprised. It looks like they have some weird sponsors on Instagram. I'm sure they're, yeah, they're doing one of these teas or whatever. So they're doing like the Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney route, but. Oh, no, I knew that they had
0: Instagram sponsors, for sure. And he does has he's sponsored stuff on Snapchat before, but I was wondering if the podcast had sponsors because I, that's where the real money is.
1: I think it's more that podcast one has advertisers, but I don't think I've heard anything on their podcast specifically. Um, and they actually beat Oprah's podcast in their first episode for that week on iTunes. Really? I'm curious fascinated to see what episode two did
0: i'm not sure because i think
1: what happened is a lot of people like people who reached out to us on twitter they started and then they stopped yeah um so i'll continue to listen until we're done with the hills just because it feels like you know you you fell on the sword for big brother so i will fall on the sword for this and i don't have that many podcasts right now but it's it's i'll pick it up at some point if they have guests that i like they're going to have that other woman from podcast one who does like a wine related one. What's her name? Wine they, related? Off the vine. Oh, I, I think don't she just gets. That. I think she just gets drunk and talks about stuff. I don't oh, okay. think it's about wine. Gotcha. Because um, Heidi alluded to the fact that they love to drink wine and talk or whatever.
0: Um, Heidi does love to drink wine.
1: Yeah, but then she went off on a tangent about pump and dump and breastfeeding and blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. Heidi's not doing a whole lot. There was one moment that cracked me up, though, because Spencer talked about what it's like to get into bed with Heidi at night with the baby in there. And like, he's not allowed to use his phone in bed because it's too bright. And she scolds him. And he said, I never knew what it would like be like to be afraid of you. And now I know. (laughs) He they have some funny moments, though. So I don't know if you guys are brave enough.
0: Well, thank you for taking one for the team. I appreciate (laughs) it.
1: It feels it feels like research. I'm fine with it. Considering I've never watched one of his Snapchats and you've also had to do that, so. I just wish he'd stop with the music.
0: And I don't even, like, I'm so dumb that I do not even know how you do that. Like, I'm assuming you're playing the song on the phone while you're doing the Snapchat. Because it's not, like, background and it's really fucking loud. Yeah. And it's, I mean, even when he's making his express espressos, he does it. When he's doing his jujitsu, he does it. And it's horrible.
1: Yeah. So then they, oh, they, with Kristen Cavallari. they also talked about how she's, She's launching another, like, line of... She has a line of shoes with Chinese Laundry, the shoe company, and she's doing... Which she's had
0: for a long time.
1: Yeah, and she's doing a second line that's actually all her own. She started it of, like, jewelry and some other little things. And she's opening the flagship store in Nashville, where she lives, and Spencer and Heidi were like, well, we can't wait to come to the opening. And then Kristen is asking questions about their baby, and they said, oh, well, you'll meet him on the red carpet. And You could hear this weird, like, hesitation in Kristen's voice. Like, she was kind of like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for God's sake, please show up and make it a proper opening. Like, leave your baby at home for one day.
0: I don't think they're leaving that baby home ever. No. I'm so... Let's all keep our eyes peeled for that. I'm sure she wishes she's going to announce she's pregnant again any second.
1: Heidi? Yeah. Yeah, they did ask Kristen. It was kind of... Kristen is still funny, And they said, like, you have three kids, like, five and under. How did you do it? And Kristen said, I really don't know. I think I went insane for a couple years. But I am happy that Jay and I quite literally banged them out. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty funny. So, should we dive in? Yes! To season five, episode nine. Hi, Lauren. It's Spencer.
0: Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a very long episode, because this episode did not give us much to talk about.
1: All they did was go to different places. Oh, my God. So, I
0: did the count right off the top. I want to let you guys know that we went to 11 places in 20 minutes. Oh,
1: I could not type fast enough. No. Because I forgot my notebook again.
0: I mean, we weren't anywhere for longer than a minute and a half. Oh, my God. It was brutal. It was a lot to keep
1: up with for an episode where nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, the notes up top, we get some more throwback to Hawaii and Jade being mad at Audrina. And... Stephanie getting fired and it seems as though Spencer and Heidi put all their problems behind them. And now there was only one relationship left to mend. And yep. the, I can't, this last tacked on plot with this Lauren stuff. I can't. It's really, and we have to talk about the whole episode now, so I'm sorry. I'm, yep. just, I'm th- that's my, my warning upfront. So we open the episode and we are at Kathleen Mount, Catherine Melandrino, Mal- which is actually, she's a designer. And I think it's just one of those chic clothing stores that has, like, a little cafe in it. And Stephanie and Heidi are having tea, whatever they normally have. I don't think it's edible. And big news, the wedding is official. We're going to do it. We're finally going to have the big princess wedding. And then Heidi says, will you invite Lauren for me?
0: Which I don't understand. Just send her a fucking invitation in the mail, dumbass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you can say, hashtag, send an invite. Like, this whole episode. It's so weird. And the
0: other thing that's not... I mean, the whole episode's nonsensical. But the way this would go down in real life is she sends the episode... I mean, sends the invitation. Doesn't Either doesn't hear back or gets an RSVP back no. Then you send your minions after her to be like, please come, please come, please come. Like, yeah. It, yeah. First of all, if I was Lauren and I didn't <clears throat> get a paper mailed to me invitation... I'd be like, what kind of bullshit is you having your future sister-in-law
1: invite invite me me. to your wedding? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. doesn't
0: make any sense. So
1: then Stephanie says, she just fired me. That's awkward for me. And Heidi says, whatever. She can't re-fire you. That's not very understanding, Heidi. And then Stephanie says, yeah, but I seem to be really pushing her buttons lately. Stephanie has an ounce of perspective, you guys. This is so exciting. (laughs) And then...
0: Which all goes to shit later.
1: Yeah, it does go to shit. And then Heidi says, "Well, I want her there." What? Calm down. Stop being so bossy. Like, I get that you're wedding planning suddenly, but calm down. And with all this big news about this big princess wedding and big news, big news, we're finally doing it. Shouldn't show off her ring?
0: Oh, that's right. She didn't. It. I don't even think she had it on. Maybe it's being sized. It looks big. When she put it on, it looked big.
1: I'm just saying, I noticed there was no demonstration, and I don't think it was on her finger. Interesting. Mm hmm. So, this was probably filmed a week before she got the ring. I oh, find it hard to maybe. believe it wasn't sized, given what we see a few scenes
0: from now. Well, I'm telling you, when she put it on and she held it up, so it looked loose to me.
1: Mine is loose too, but it doesn't have a stone on it. But anyway. So, then we go to Dolce Vita. And Lo and Audrina are shopping, right?
0: Yes, uh, looking at uh, sundresses.
1: Yeah, and talking about the invitation to the wedding. And they have a discussion about, is Lauren going? And they basically don't know. I don't get why they're talking about that. And then they discuss how they're excited to go to the Nylon Young Hollywood party.
0: I also don't understand why Lo is invited to the wedding. Nope. That doesn't make any sense to me,
1: because she's in the second half of season five. That's why. Yeah. Um, so then, I don't know who says it, Low or Audrina, and she says, "I think it's Low." She says, "Frankie's going, Taylor is going, and Brody is going." So, so Taylor is no longer sleazy CZT T anymore. R.I.P. Sleazy T. I knew it was short lived. I knew it because when he's in the second half of season five, he's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. <clears throat> So then Audrina says she feels awkward about seeing Brody because she hasn't seen him since they were all at my house. The club. I hate that that club is called that. (laughs) Every time I say it out loud, I hate it. So then they talk about how Jade's going to freak out. And Lo says, I'm sure it'll be fine if you just do your own thing. I don't... Whatever. I'm over that, too. So then we go from Dolce Vita to Porta Via. Via. (laughs) Not to be confused. And now Lauren and Stephanie are having lunch or tea or whatever, and they say it's too hot to sit outside. So a few just last episode, Wild Bill was wearing a shearling coat and Heidi was shivering on a Ferris wheel and now it's too hot. I I want to know the order of these episodes so badly <laughs> and then they have this classic Stephanie Pratt side conversation where Lauren says, yeah, I was going to put the top down on my convertible, but then like I get a weird seatbelt tan and Stephanie says, oh, I don't even wear my seatbelt like that. And then Lauren's understandably confused and says, how do you wear your seatbelt? And Stephanie wears it like the way kids do, where she puts it under both her arms, but across her body. I
0: do not agree with it because I think everyone should wear a safety harness properly, but I know a lot of people that do that. And a lot of big breasted women do that. Like it bothers them and they'll put it underneath. Yeah, probably cut your boobs right off if you got in an accident, though. Yeah, ladies. The other thing that made no sense about this conversation is that Lauren was wearing a shirt, like a, a, it had sleeves, like she wouldn't have got a seatbelt line. I know. Like the seatbelt would have been on her shirt. Yeah. So it didn't even make sense. Uh,
1: she probably has like a full wardrobe in the trunk of Maybe. her. Maybe it's so like her
0: tube top driving top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put on my tube top that I drive in. Yeah. So then Lauren says, do you know what you're going to do for work yet? And then Stephanie says, well, I wasn't expecting to be fired by my good friend Lauren. And then she says she's going to concentrate on school right now.
0: Well, and I thought that that part of the exchange was actually good because Lauren was kind of like Stephanie. And she's like, no, 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 no. I know. Like, you know, it yeah. had to be done. I mean, Stephanie, again, was, you know, taking responsibility for her actions. Yeah. Which
1: I don't know why when she's right out the window. Later. Yeah. When she's with other people, that can't be the case. But with Lauren, she seems to have it down. And so then Stephanie says, did you hear about Heidi, you know, getting married, big wedding? Will you go? And Lauren says that she doesn't want to be a part of it. And Stephanie says, well, I know how much Heidi loves you. And I know this takes a toll on our friendship, but I know how much it means to her to have you there. And Lauren just kind of shakes her head no. And that's where that scene ends. Yep. So, there's that. So then we go to Majestic Majestic Golf Land. Land. I can't think of anything less majestic than this disgusting-ass building where you can drive golf balls.
0: Um, And we have Charlie and Spencer, and I am usually a fan of a porn stash. I am not a fan of Charlie's.
1: Well, we don't need Cowboy Bill back in this episode because we have Charlie wearing a Western shirt. Like, whoa. It has embroidered cacti on it.
0: But I'm sure he was wearing it, ironically.
1: Of course he was, but he's filling in for Wild Bill this episode. So, Spencer talks about how he has permission to marry Heidi. He's the happiest he's ever been. Now all he has to worry about is Heidi's mom and the fact that Heidi wants Lauren at the wedding.
0: And I don't... Like, this is so stupid, and maybe it's because we watched them back-to-back, but the end of last episode, (laughs) Spencer said... Like, I will talk to Lauren. I will make things right. I yep. am going to give you the wedding you want. And then all of a sudden, he's send this 180, and he's like, fuck that noise. I'm not talking to that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: apologize. Like, bleh. And I'm like, well, huh? What? I know. What? Yeah. We're all just being taken for a ride right now. I'm so happy we're not doing the second half of season five. I can't take this anymore. So then Charlie says, well, maybe the thing to do is to just invite her. Meaning, like, send her an invitation, and, like, that's all you can do. And... Then Spencer says, "I will not apologize to her." And Charlie says, "Get over it. Bury the hatchet." And now I'm a little
0: surprised that that didn't make Charlie persona non grata, because even last season, if someone had said that to Spencer, he would have been like, "The enemy of my enemy is my man." That I'm burning hell. Like I don't. Like I can't. Like that would be unforgivable hate speech, according to
1: Spencer. Yeah. Also, can we discuss Spencer's outfit as well?
0: I didn't notice. Wasn't it just like dumb and pastel and golfy?
1: No, no, no. He had the sunglasses on. Or your sunglasses. Ave. But then he had... So apparently it's too hot to sit outside. But Spencer is wearing a long sleeve zip, um, like half zip wool sweater in navy with like two yellow ricing stripes
0: down the, top,
1: down the side. To swing golf balls? He must have been super hot. Well, to be fair,
0: it is LA, and the temperature changes a lot. So maybe
1: it was not the same day as the hot Beverly Hills. I know. I'm just... This is what we do, and we don't have much to cling to in this episode, (laughs) because it's all fake. So then we go to Monique Lillier, and... So there's not much to say about this scene. We see Heidi trying on... Except that
0: I busted her.
1: Of course you did. But I was getting there. Jeez. So we see Heidi try on several dresses, and they're all the same.
0: And it's just her and Stephanie and Holly. Yes. Why wasn't Darlene
1: there? I don't know. Production forgot to pick her up. I guess. So every dress looks very similar. Heidi's into you know, the big poofy skirt with, like, the empire waist or the drop waist. Like, she she definitely knows what she wants. And with the pretty belt, like, they all had that vibe about them. So then she comes out in lucky number three, that is drop waist, full skirt, with the belt sparkly and ruffled, like, basically all the things. And then, Frank, what did you notice?
0: Uh, we see her from the back,
1: and there are no
0: clamps holding the dress together, which means it was already tailored and fitted to her, which means this was already her dress. Yep. Yeah, because I used to work at a bridal shop, and all of the dresses are the exact same size. Yes. And so they're either She would have been way too small for that, Or not zipped up, and she... Yeah, she... I believe... Now, it's... Granted, I was in high school, so it's been a long time, but I want to say they were all... It was either an 8 or a 12. I can't remember if they were all an 8 or a 12, but it's something like that. And she's like a 0. So it would have been wrapped around her twice.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure when I went to try on wedding dresses, I also had clamps and I could like eat Heidi for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. So she's also really tiny right now.
0: Very tiny. Um. So yeah. So bullshit. This so dress already paid for, already tailored, already altered, already her dress.
1: Yep. And you know, it's it's a pretty dress. It's very of the time, but it's also very Heidi. It has every wedding gown element that you could ever want. Like, I think the bodice is, like, lace, but then it has sparkles on top of it, and there are sparkles on the belt, and there, we got ruffles on ruffles on ruffles. And I'm pretty sure at the wedding she wears gloves or something. Like, she really goes all out. She looks like Madonna in Material Girl at yeah. the wedding, if memory serves. So, then Heidi turns around and says, did you get Lauren to come? And... Stephanie makes a sad face and says, I don't know, Heidi. I don't think she is. And Heidi says, well, as long as I have you guys. And my quandary about this is why are you sending Stephanie? Send
0: Holly. Yeah. Like, I feel like despite the fact that they're trying to make it seem like Lauren and Stephanie are best friends, that Holly and Lauren have a much better relationship than Stephanie
1: and Lauren. And I would have sent Holly. I also, I just think this is for the sake of ending the show. I don't, I, I mean, I know Heidi would have loved it if Lauren came because Heidi's that delusional, but I don't feel like it was this really strong emotional thing for her that she sent people out to do. But I, I also don't think that she's a good actress and. Well, I have seen how thirsty they are too with their podcast. So, and
0: later, I don't know. I mean, I think she shows genuine emotion about it that I don't understand. Yeah. That um, I don't think she's capable
1: of faking. It's true. I don't know. The whole thing is just so odd. It's there's no other word for it. So then they say, but you look so pretty right now. Don't be sad. Okay. So then we go to the Boulevard and this is another weird scene. And I think it's because it's the last time that all four of them are together on camera. And that's why it was so reminiscent. Lauren, Lowe, Audrina and Stephanie are having champagne together.
0: Well, yes. so Lo and Lauren are having champagne, Audrina's having a mimosa, and Stephanie is having water.
1: Oh, good for Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're all laughing about how Stephanie used to try and pick fights with them at clubs and how they've all hated each other at one time or another. And then they talk about how... So let's see. Lauren and Stephanie hated each other because Spencer. And Audrina and Heidi once hated each other because Spencer. And how it's a pattern. And then they cheers to how far they've come. And then they say, it's sad that Heidi isn't here. Heidi hasn't been there forever.
0: No. And I feel like Stephanie was the one that said that and said, like, to be honest, she should be sitting where I'm sitting. Sort of. Yeah. In a
1: perfect world, maybe. But also, so, this has been a fast-moving few months for them to wrap this up. If Spencer and Heidi got married in April... And Lauren's birthday on the boat is in the first week of February or last week of January. Oh, which by the
0: way, I forgot to mention last week that happy birthday, Elsie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her birthday was just a couple days ago.
1: And we are also in the midst of Frankica.
0: We are. Yes, we are. We are. We are. Happy
1: Frankica. Thank you. Um, But so at most it's been, you know, two months, two and a half. Like that's a, that's been a lot. Um, and maybe that's why Heidi was still clinging to this idea that Lauren would come. Maybe that makes more sense. I don't know. So then Audrina says she's going to the wedding. I mean, why not? And then Lowe says she hasn't decided. And Lauren is really surprised that Lo is invited as was I, but then it makes sense with the end of the show. Cause I think I'm trying to remember if Heidi has any interactions with Lowe. I think she does. I think she does. Yeah. I think they just get along and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lauren implies that she's not going to go. And she said, you guys can send me BBMs. She really looks like she does not want to go. Yeah. She well, does... she doesn't want to go. Yeah. Production made her. Yeah. So then we go to the Nylon Young Hollywood Party at the Roosevelt Hotel.
0: Now, my question about this, and you may know the answer, is do, did they take over for Teen Vogue? Or does every magazine have a Young Hollywood Party? I don't know.
1: No idea. Because I don't... Teen Vogue wasn't one of Kelly's clients. No. I have no idea. Might be worth looking up, but I feel like we'll have so much to talk about with the wedding that we won't get to it. Wait,
0: wasn't Team Because I thought Lauren did the Young Hollywood party with Kelly when it was in the church or whatever.
1: No. That was with the Marc Jacobs thing. She ran into Kelly at that fashion show at LA Fashion Week. Oh,
0: okay. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um, no, Lisa and Kelly knew each other. That's right. That's right. Which is right. why, like, Whitney got the job. So anyway, they're talking about Stephanie and how she doesn't have a job. And they all laugh, by the way. <laughs> like, I think they're laughing about the fact that it was fake as hell. And they're, they think they're getting the last laugh about it or something. And then Stephanie says, if I saw Kelly, I'd probably start crying and apologizing. And then Lo says, you do know this is Kelly's party, right? And Stephanie says, oh my god, I need to leave. <laughs> but she doesn't. So then Brody shows up with Jade. And... Jade is wearing a silver sparkly headband, but then she pulled out two pieces in the front that are so big. (laughs) Did you see that? Uh They were like one inch chunks on either side. It looks so bad. If they were wispies, she would have looked so cute. It was rough. Um, And Audrina has her hair pulled back with like some volume to the ponytail on top. And I actually really liked it. It looks pretty. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen her with her hair pulled back that much it's lighter now. Yeah. She looked pretty. Her eye makeup was a little heavy, but that's a whole nother issue. So Britta shows up with Jade, and um, no one says anything. I don't have any notes about them saying, "Hey." Well, it,
0: because no one does. Yeah. So they and it's so. I mean, again, they're only sitting together because of cameras. But if you're at a party with a thousand people, which is what um, was it, Audrina or Low? So that's Stephanie. Low, Um, If you're at a party with a thousand people and you have beef. With two of them. Why sit? Why are you sitting with them? I don't know. He's so dumb. So, obviously, that was for production's sake. So, yeah, they sit down on the... Opposite side. Opposite side of the couch. Um, ignore them. And there's a lot of back and forth between the girls about, like, do they say hi to you? No. They didn't say hi to me either, between Adrena and Stephanie.
1: Yeah. So, then, Kelly comes up and taps Stephanie on the shoulder and says, hey. And... What's funny about this is that Kelly says, you do know that Nylon is one of my clients, right? Implying that this party was in the works at the time that Stephanie got fired. And Stephanie had no No idea, idea. Which is incredible and says so much about Stephanie as an employee. And Stephanie says, I know I wasn't all there. Meaning professionally. And then Kelly says, you would hang up the phone on people. And... She says that only happened once Kelly and Kelly says no it was twice you hung up on my clients and then Stephanie says well it's hard to learn when the boss is never there and that's the thing It started
0: good where she was taking responsibility for her actions and then immediately went downhill
1: yeah and then Stephanie (laughs) or Kelly says are you trying to blame me for your ineptitude whatever it's over anyway like what a dumbass yeah and I thought Kelly was actually being the bigger person by even saying hello to her. Uh, she was. Although putting, well, that could be awkward too, but she didn't, I don't think she came over to make her feel bad.
0: No, I think she came over to just kind of be like, you suck and we're over it and, you know, whatever, move on. And I think that's how it would have gone.
1: Yeah. All, all Stephanie had to say was like, I'm sorry I messed things up. Yeah. Yeah. So then they cut to Brody, who, is he talking to Taylor or Frankie?
0: I don't remember. I
1: don't think, I think we just got an over the shoulder and we didn't yeah. see. He says, well, Jade has every right to be upset. I don't give a fuck about being friends with Audrina. Brody
0: sucks. Yeah. Brody he sucks. fucking sucks. He's he a misogynistic sucks. piece of shit. And I forgot, like, I mean, I guess I didn't pick up on it the first time I was too busy being drawn in by his dreamy good looks, but like, God damn it, Brody. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's horrible. Yeah. So this his friend who he allegedly just stayed up all night with talking about their respective relationships and they're such good friends that they could do that.
1: Now all of a sudden he doesn't give a fuck if I mean And he defended her several episodes ago. Yeah. To Jade. I mean come on, Brody, get your head out of your ass. So then the girls get up and leave. That's it. As Uh -uh. they should. So then we go to Shea Ambient and oh my god, we have way too many scenes left. Wow. So Heidi says to Spencer, did you return those DVDs yet? And this is such a like aughts thing. And he says, well, when they're just late enough, they just charge you for owning them. So now we own them. (laughs) So Heidi says, there's been one thing that's been bothering me. Lauren is not going to come to the wedding. I think you should apologize to her and get her to come. And Spencer says, I don't know what makes you think that I'm going to apologize to her and look like a punk to that girl. And she says, Spencer, put your own ego aside. And he said, well, I'm not the bigger person. Like, I'm not going to do it. And Heidi says, this means a lot to me. And he says, I can't believe you think I'm going to apologize to her. I'm not, I'm not going to. She says, you haven't changed. Like, you've been doing better since therapy and you say you want to change, but you're not changed. And he just says, no. (laughs) So then my question was, and then Heidi walks out by saying, you better do this for me. But then my question was, and it gets answered in the following scene, but my question at this time was, why doesn't Heidi do this herself? Why doesn't she go to Lauren and say, it would mean a lot for me to have you there? Well, I
0: mean, on the one hand, I understand, and in Heidi's head, and this is kind of a party line that Lauren has been putting out there, is that the whole reason for their rift is Spencer. Yeah. And that it's Spencer she's uncomfortable with, and she doesn't want to be around Spencer. So I'm sure Heidi thought, like, if you apologize... And get down on your hands and knees and beg for forgiveness. Then Lauren will want to be around me, and she'll want to come to the wedding. Yeah. And I don't understand why she didn't bring (coughs) up in this conversation, like, "Hey, motherfucker, you just told me when you proposed to me that you were going to do this. This was part of the proposal. Remember that Ferris wheel the other night? Yeah.
1: Oh, I should check to see if she had a ring on in this scene, and I didn't. No, 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 damn it. So then we go to the fortress, and Stephanie and Audrina are sitting in Audrina's kitchen. It's the only room in Audrina's house we see now. Last night was really awkward, meaning the nylon party. Um, and then Audrina is saying Brody and I are friends and Jade needs to get over it. And Stephanie says, well, I think Jade is still waiting to blow up and I think she's still mad. Maybe that's a segue to the second half of season five. I don't remember. I think Jade's still around, though.
0: Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, I would. Be, one thing I think is funny is that, and I consider this to be kind of like a... I don't know, like a poor white trash thing, but Audrina says they're talking crap on me. I know. Instead of about me.
1: I know. They're both talking crap on crap me.
0: Crap on me. Like I don't it's just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it hate, makes me I, sound. I, dumb. I hate it. Well she is dumb, so.
1: Yeah, I had that in my notes too. And so then Audrina says, Well, I don't need a friend like that. Screw it. Fine, good. Like, yeah. He's a horrible person. It's about time you hung on to that. And go back to your skater friends and where's Corey during all of this? Yeah. So then Stephanie says she can't believe it was Kelly's party. My heart stopped. I was terrified. And then they just cut to Stephanie saying, I think I'd be a really good party planner. What makes you think that?
0: Actually, no. She goes, I think I want to get into party planning. And Audrina pipes in and says, you'd be great at that. You love planning
1: a party. Huh? She can't even operate a telephone. No. So... And I want to know what was cut out of that last thought with Kelly. So then they have this conversation about Lauren coming to the wedding and half of it was dubbed because they kept showing the things that Stephanie was saying while Stephanie wasn't on camera. Yeah. And... So they say, do you think Lauren's coming? I hope she does. She got really mad when we were at lunch, meaning when they had lunch at Boulevard, she was mad that they were all going to the wedding and she wasn't. I guess I could see Lauren being mad that she felt like her friends weren't showing solidarity. That seems like a Lauren thing to do on the side. Very much so. Um, So then Lauren doesn't like to talk about it. And then Stephanie says to Audrina, can you maybe talk to her? And Audrina says it won't do any good. Which, Audrina's right for the second time. It will not do any good. So, then we go to People's Revolution. And I thought this shot of Heidi was reused, but then I realized it is from the opening credits, and it is her floral Pirates of the Caribbean top with her big mermaid hair walking down the street towards People's Revolution. And Heidi hand delivers a wedding invitation to Lauren. And they hug each other, and... This exchange is actually really sweet and very sad. It was. um,
0: It was very sincere. Um, What I thought was interesting, though... Not interesting, but... Um, Lauren says all these wonderful things about Heidi and like what a great amazing person she was, and how she lit up a room and how Lauren hoped to be like her someday. All of this stuff, and Heidi doesn't say shit. I know. Not like thank you, like that's so nice of you to say, or oh my gosh, like this is why I want you in my life. Nothing. She just sits there in silence.
1: Yeah. So just to recap a few of the details at Lauren's edge, that I kind of I don't fully understand why you want me there. And Heidi says, I think you're the person who matters most to me if you're there, which I, that's very over the top of her to say. And Heidi asks, you think I'm making a mistake, don't you? Lauren says, yeah, I do. And Heidi says, we can never move on because of Spencer's mistake. And Lauren says, it's not about his mistake. It's about the person that he is. And... Um. Lauren says, you have to have other people in your life. And over time, I've watched your wonderful relationship with your mom and your sister slowly get strained. And it's been really hard. I watch all these people and you grow apart. And it makes me sad to watch you give things up. And what made me really sad in this scene is that Heidi immediately starts crying. There is some truth to what Lauren is saying. And it really does hurt Heidi. She is very much in love with Spencer. And I don't think she regrets it but there is a tension in her life that just wasn't there before that is now because of Spencer. Um, And so Lauren says, you know, it's not you, though, at all, you know, like, I felt so lucky to be your friend, and you could light up a room. And I hope you never lose that I don't want one of the most amazing people I've ever known to disappear. And that's a really sweet thing to say. And I feel like That was Lauren being truthful about why she didn't want to participate. Agreed. So then Heidi says um, she has to go to the office and they hug goodbye. And Lauren, she calls her hides again. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Instead of Heidi, she says, Hides. She goes, you look really good, hides. And then Heidi like throws a little jab at her and she goes, well, I'm finally getting the wedding in my dreams. Meaning like that's why she looks so good. And Lauren like makes an awkward face and Heidi says, see you around. It was painful see I didn't think that I'm
0: finally getting my wedding of the the wedding of my dreams thing was uh, in response to you look so good I think it was just an ending like because they always talked about getting married and you know what their weddings would be like and she's like I'm finally getting the wedding of my dreams I think
1: it was a response you do yeah I think she meant it as like I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been that's why I look good because she said nothing else throughout the whole exchange.
0: No. My favorite, though, is when Lauren said, you have to have people in your life. And I'm like, no, you don't. She's, she and Spencer have proven that for 10 years. They've yeah. had no one in their lives but the two of them, and they're yeah. just fine.
1: I think the thing that I appreciated about Lauren, you know, I, I see it from both angles. I think Lauren is kind of being a brat, and all she has to do is show up and watch, like, a 15-minute wedding ceremony. But at the same time... She is being honest and not rude about why she doesn't want to go there. She actually, she could have said some really mean things about Spencer and she just said it's about the person he is. And I don't, I don't think it's a good idea for me to be there basically. Oh, see, I'm a hundred percent on her side. On Lauren's? Yeah. Yeah. I did this to a friend. Oh, you didn't go to the wedding? Nope. Good for you. Yeah. And
0: they're divorced and she's married to somebody else. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. Well, and I think what I mean is that Lauren is at least... She's also being gracious about it. She said, like, I think you're making a mistake, which is a really painful thing to say, but she could have thrown a lot more at it, and she did not.
0: No, I mean, I thought it was a very genuine, sincere... I mean, it was one of the few, probably in the annals of Hill's history, actually sincere moments.
1: Yeah. Her calling Heidi hides gave me the feels. (laughs) And I haven't had the feels about this show in a really long time, you guys. Like, a year and a half. So... (laughs) Then, in our final scene, we go back to Chez Ambient, and Spencer is on his BlackBerry, and he's apparently calling Lauren. We know from history and articles after the show that this phone call was entirely fake on both ends. Spencer was talking to a producer, and then Lauren on the other end was talking to a producer. Yes. So... I'm not sure exactly how much detail we want to go into about what was said. Spencer gives a long apology and it's his first apology in 24 years. I'm the most sorry ever for spreading all the rumors. I can't take it back. I'm sorry for your family and friends and for whoever was hurt by what I did to you. Lauren doesn't say anything. It's just a shot of her holding the phone. And he says, I don't expect you to forgive me. I know how much Heidi loves you. Um, and Lauren, the only thing she says is, I just don't see me sitting there and I don't feel right about it. So then they cut back to Spencer and he says, I know you don't support our marriage, but Heidi has a place in her heart for you. And I'm sure that there's a place in your heart for her. You don't owe me anything, but thanks for hearing me out. And Lauren says, okay, bye. So the whole thing was fake. And Spencer has said that he just said exactly what producers wanted him to say. Yep. Um and I read in this long interview with Spencer about the wedding and the end of the show and all of that, that this was something Lauren requested of production in order to appear at the wedding. She wanted it to appear as though Spencer apologized to her. That was one of her conditions to show up. Good for her. I guess. I don't That'd know. I be mean
0: better if he actually apologized, but
1: Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that that was like this big condition for her all these years later, though.
0: Oh, I can see why because I feel like if she didn't get an on-camera apology, she would have looked and like showed joke. up at the wedding, it would have looked like she was okay with him starting the sex tape rumors that she'd squashed all of that that she you know what I mean like I
1: yeah um, but yeah, that was on her. yeah, Spencer had to do it. So MTV was going to get that ending they wanted, and he had to fake that phone call. So I think I'll get the feels next week um, when they have that moment at the church, Heidi and Lauren. I think they basically have the same conversation except they're in formal wear. Pretty much, yeah. And I'll get very excited when we see Kristen Cavallari show up in that blue jumpsuit. She looks so good. And Lauren looks very pretty in the blue dress that she wears. It'll be... It'll be good times.
0: That's good. Yep. Um, now before we wrap up, I believe this is going to be airing the week of my birthday.
1: Yes. Before your birthday though.
0: But, I mean, on, like, the 11th, right? 11th, 12th, something like that? Yep. So, um, I want to put out a call to all of you listening, if any of you are Facebook friends with me, or if not. Um, this year for my birthday, I'm doing a fundraiser for multiple sclerosis. So, um, if you're Facebook friends with me and you feel like donating, you can find it on my page. I think weekly I'm just going to put it back up. And even if we're not Facebook friends, and you're welcome to be my Facebook friend, I'm happy to be Facebook friends with any of you, um, I believe they're all made public. So, I think if you just Google for, you know, Frank pezonite and multiple sclerosis under the fundraiser section in Facebook, it should come up. Yep. Um, so, and also the theme of my birthday this year is giving. So even if you don't donate to my cause, um, in my honor, go out and donate to some cause or help somebody or do something great in the month of February yep. for Frankica.
1: It's a very sweet theme this year, by the way. Well, your I need Facebook to... post was very, very sweet.
0: Um, to be fair, um, did you know that Facebook writes those for you? <laughs> No, but I altered it a little, but like the stuff, like I didn't realize when you go to do a, do a fundraiser, it already writes the script for you.
1: No, I meant the part that you wrote about the theme of Frankica being. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't mean the fundraising text. I meant the stuff you actually wrote. It's very sweet. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I thank all of you and um, get out there and donate and stay tuned for our last record of the hills. Yes. Um, it's going to be a biggie. Champagne. We have. To. I have vove in the fridge. Oh, my God. And we have to say it like Audrina. Champagne? <laughs> yep. It's going to be really good.
0: Yeah, we're going to get loaded.
1: Yeah, we're going to get lit. We're going to do it right. I think I'm going to wear my paper crown top. Amaze. Yeah, I'm going to dress the part. I think you should throw on some Von Dutch, get those sunglasses back out of the bedroom again.
0: I may have to do an every 10 minute costume change because I have my crested butte shirt. I have my Von Dutch hat. I have my Make Spidey Famous Again hat. I have my Soup Life hat. Yeah. I have my sunglasses. I could whip out my um, sidekick if I have to.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, if I'm going to dress as Lauren, I think you should just pick someone to dress as and wear as many accessories as possible.
0: Fair enough. I think we can do that. That okay. can be done.
1: Um, well, thanks, guys, and we'll see you in a week. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you
0: can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareB
1: at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time.